All right. What's going on, everybody? Hey, um, this episode, this is episode 14. Uh, we had Slim on. Slim is the big black gentleman with the Trump hat that you see on the corner all over Temecula. He stands out front of Costco, out front of like uh, like the all corner the of Red Hawk. Yeah. yeah, all the major intersections, and he holds a controversial sign. Uh, he has a bunch, but... Um, but yeah, we decided to have him on. Uh, I think he's a pretty misunderstood um, person in our community. Uh, you know, I had my opinions about him, and I don't agree with everything he does or everything he says. But um, I had the opportunity to sit down with him, and um, I was kind of blown away by how uh, he was able to field my questions and interact. He didn't. He didn't come off as how I expected him to. So I was really excited to do this episode. And, uh, yeah, we, we went for a long time, man. We talked basically about God and stuff yeah, like that. A lot about like God. A lot about, well, more, not even about yeah. God, just like Christianity yeah, and his yeah. message to, to the, yes. to the Christian world, which I thought was, uh, it was a good, unique, it was a good it was, conversation. Cause yeah, I wasn't stands ready. on his convictions. He's, yeah. he's, he stands on what he believes. So if he, cause it, he's not afraid to offend Christians. He actually kind of, Sounds like the one that kind of uh, is the one calling out Christians for almost their lack of involvement. Yeah. Like, kind of sound. And like, he kind of has a point. It sounds like he knows his history too. It's like, he had a lot. He has, yeah, he's definitely way misunderstood and people are f- intimidated by him. He is like loud, but, but he's, you know, he speaks from the heart. Yeah. And he has convictions. I think that's what scares people. Yeah. And actually, from a lot of the videos, people aren't scared of him. You see busloads of kids like, hey, Slim. They all <laughs> yeah, love they all him, you know. It's yeah. one of the it's one of the opposing side that paints him as a monster when yeah. he's out there probably getting the most honks and he's rallying the city. So he's out there with boots on the ground. So you got to appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. I, I just appreciate... Um, He's a man who stands on his integrity. And I mean, you might think differently, but you have a different baseline of morality than he does. You know, um, he stands probably more firmly on what he believes than any of his criticizers would ever do in their entire lifetime. So, yeah, uh, for that, I'm, I'm appreciative of him. Um, also, guys, uh, we we. We changed our mission statement on the website. If you haven't noticed, go and check it out. I think um, our podcast is kind of evolving into something a little different than just only the school board. And um, it's it's representing what Derek and I really believe and m- more representative message of what Derek and I really believe and uh, what we're trying to do with this platform. So, yeah, that's all I got, dude. Yep. That was a good one. Enjoy episode 14. 14 you ever wonder what is the truth there go those two guys again why do they care so much about the truth i honestly think their questions for the truth are problematic don't we all Slim. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us today, sir. Thank you sir. for uh, allowing me to come in. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. You know, there's a, there's a lot of questions I know mm-hmm. people have. You mm-hmm. know, they see you yeah. as that 
big guy holding the sign outside of Costco. Yeah, yep. You know, <laughs> and uh, even me, like yeah. you know, before I kind of got involved in all this, I would drive by and I'd say, "Oh man, that's that's interesting." I I, I expected you to be this extremely hardcore polarizing figure until I actually had a sit down with you and spoke to you one on one and um I was kind of blown away and I, I thought it would be very interesting to have you on and and just hear your perspective let other people hear you but I also we also agreed that I would have some a little bit of pushback for yes. you as well on certain things um there was there was something you said that you wanted to start with though right yeah I I wanted to make two challenges first to the woke and cancel culture I am a Christian. I believe the word of God is true, the Bible, based on my own personal research and study. And I'm willing to debate anybody that is promoting these false narratives today. A two-hour debate, open to the public, free of charge. And if there's a serious person out there or someone that you know that'd be willing to debate me in a public forum, we'll... We'll neg negotiate the terms. The, we'll split the costs, and uh, we'll we'll decide how this will proceed. Moderators, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, and you could reach me, Brother Slim, at nine five one three three one one eight three four. Damn, he's putting, I, he's putting his phone number I, out. Yeah, there. They, well, this is my ministry number, <laughs> so they can call me. Yeah. So if you are a professor. If you are a doctor, if you are a principal, uh, uh, administrator, if you are a council member, a congressperson, senator, I, uh, uh, I will debate any one of you, male or female, on uh, why we're, you're trying to indoctrinate and sexually uh, uh, exploit our children on critical race theory, BLM, Black Lives Matter, reparations, abortion, LGBTQIA+, transgenderism, uh, and uh, Darwinian theory of evolution. So if there's a serious person out there, contact me and I will meet with you. We will negotiate the terms and we'll find us a place where we can meet and then let the people, let the people decide. You bring your people, we have a peaceful gathering, and we discuss this and let the people decide. Number two, I want to speak to the church. Uh, at least in Temecula Valley, I don't know if they're in other places, I see a lot of large and small signs that say prayer changes things. And uh, usually it would quote, there'll be a, scriptural address second chronicles 714 on most of them which says if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways then i will hear from heaven forgive their sins and heal the land now when i talk to christians or conservatives none of them ever admit it's them it's always someone else it's always the roman catholics the rhino Republicans, it's always someone, and it's my opinion that we are in the present condition we're in is because God's people won't stand up for the truth. 
we're so afraid of what the culture thinks about us. Therefore, we have acquiesced to them and they have trampled and stamped and stampeded us. And I believe we can change this. Recently, Satan approached the kingdom of heaven. And God asked him, Satan, what are you doing here? Satan said, my Lord, I know that you are omnipotent. That is to say, all powerful. You are um, uh, uh, omnipresent. You're everywhere at all times and you're omniscient. You know all things. And Lord, you know your church down there on planet Earth keeps blaming me on a lot of things that is going down hmm. on there, especially the church, your church in the United States of America. Now, Lord, you know Many of the things is happening is because your people refuse to obey you and they refuse to repent. And God looked at intently at Satan and he shook his head and said, I know Satan, I know. So what is the moral of this story? When the church has a strong and significant uh, influence over society, the culture mirrors the church. But when the culture has strong and significant influence over uh, society, then the church mirrors the culture. And that's where we are today. And I believe we're living in one of the greatest times in American history. And we have a short window of time. If the church rises to the occasion, I'm not sure they will, if we rise to occasion, we can not only take back our communities, our uh, cities, our counties, the state of California, and we could make a change throughout the world with or without voting. But that is dependent on God's people. And I'm not sure God's people want to do what's necessary to do this. Uh, and it's my hope and prayer that uh, they will. So I'm asking in the city of Temecula if we can get 300 Gideonite warriors, and I'm almost finished. In the, in the seventh book of the Old Testament, the book of Judges, a Gideon, uh, the marauding uh, 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 soldiers were afflicting uh, the Benjamites and the Israelites, and they had to hide everywhere, kind of like we're doing today. And God sent an angel to Gideon and said, mighty man of God. He looked behind himself. Who are you talking about? You must not be talking about me. He said, you, I'm talking about you. I want to raise you up to get an army so they can destroy the enemy. And God used 300 men to destroy a huge military, a huge army. And God destroyed them. They started off with 32,000. But God said, that's too many. Then 22,000 were afraid. So they said, well, if you're afraid, go home. 22,000 went home. There were 10,000 left. They knelt down by the lake to get a drink. And he said, out of the 300, I think it's because the least number, 300, we're going to use those 300. And God used those 300 to destroy the enemy. And I'm saying, if we can get 300 Gideonite wars to... Uh, for, for two hours once a week to hold a sign in the public square and present our message, 
in Temecula, I believe if we do it consistently, mm-hmm. we can turn this city, this county, this state around with or without voting. So if you can help me, call me, 951-331-1834. Thank you, sir. <laughs> awesome. All right, Slim. Slim, you, he put the plug in in the beginning. Normally yeah. people do that at the end. He, he came Cause, in, he said. Because I always forget. <laughs> yeah. At the end, I get to talk and I forget. So I said, I better get it off from top. So no, thank you again. No Thanks for inviting me. Thanks yeah. again. No, yeah. I mean that. I mean that in itself. I, I have a lot of questions, right? Yes, I yes. so I when I first got into this thing uh, with the school board, mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody. <clears throat> what interested me through it all was I showed up and I'm I'm just being observant, and I think it's given me a perspective at this point where I've developed a an understanding of like conceptually mm-hmm. where people come from with their different ideas, right? And one of the biggest things that we always hear, they've figured out a way in America to demonize Christians, right? What would you say to somebody who says, like, everything you just said, that's like Christian nationalism? What do you, what do and, you think about that when you hear that? And, and that's fine. They have, a, they have a right to say that. That's why I'm always trying to get somebody to debate me on these issues. And as of yet, uh, I haven't found, it doesn't mean nobody's not out there, but people uh, won't debate what they use is fear and intimidation or bullying, whatever you want to call it. And uh, uh, the Constitution, the First Amendment, gives a freedom of religion. The Founding Fathers said uh, Congress shall make no laws prohibiting the free exercise. And he lists five things. So every individual has these rights, freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom of uh, religion, freedom of mm, then freedom of assembly. And to address grievances against the government. Because in England, uh, when, the, when the king or queen was uh, uh, Catholic, they would persecute the Protestants. When the king or queen was Protestant, they would persecute the Catholics. So everybody was dividing. And uh, the founding fathers said, well, this is, not, this is not scriptural. This is not what the God wants. He wants us to worship God in unity. And so the founding fathers or the people that came over here said, hey, we're going to flee from uh, England or some other European countries. We're going to come to and, and uh, America and try to establish where we can worship God in peace without mm-hmm. being persecuted. And they came up with uh, this, uh, the, the Declaration of Independence mm-hmm. and the Constitution, which still is one of the greatest surviving documents of our time mm-hmm. because other countries they'll create a constitution and then uh they'll have a coup and then they'll tear that constitution up and make another one of course and it, and, it, and it's funny how uh it kind of seems like there's a group of americans who wish we can do that and it's yes it's kind of comical yeah. because i i think that the constitution is it, it's the greatest document of freedom ever mm-hmm. presented yes. in humanity yes. in, in, that we know of and when people when people start uh, rebelling against like a tyrannical government, mm-hmm. right? You see American flags flying in their own streets, which mm-hmm. is something uh, interesting and I take pride in. But I, I guess t- to go back to my question, right, is <clears throat> so if I understand you right, what you're saying is that because I, 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 it boggles my mind when I hear the concept of uh, Christian nationalists. I didn't even really mm-hmm. know what that was. And it's like a it's like this this hot word that's used by by 
people yeah. to kind of demonize <clears throat> Christians. And they're saying that it basically means that you think that America was made for Christians by Christians and only for Christians. But what you're saying is that it actually was designed to allow religious freedom period. Yeah. As long and respectfully. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a catch word. They, and they're always the left and Democrats. They're always using manipulating and redefining terms. Mm -hmm. And I don't, you can, they can call me whatever they want to call me. <laughs> I know yeah. who I am right? yeah. and they'll never change me. They have to lie about what they're saying. So any person under any faith, yes, the, the founding fathers made this uh, a Christian is not a perfect nation, but it was based on they looked at all many of the other uh, ancient kingdoms, Greece, Rome, etc., and saw there was some things that we can bring over here. But what was lacking? So, yeah, we came up with the Judeo-Christian ethics. Uh, we're not a theocracy that only existed once with the children of Israel, the ancient children of Israel. It doesn't exist nowhere in the world today, nor did the founding fathers desire to have a theocracy in America. What they desired to acknowledge that God exists, honor him, and, and see the lie is no one throughout American history has tried, well, I, I better not say no one, let me say 98%. No one tried to make people accept a certain faith or uh, you could be Catholic, Hindu, Buddhist, mm -hmm. but people knew in the community, if you have a strong Catholic community, well, Buddhists ain't gonna come in there. Mm -hmm. Now they may be welcome, or if you have a, a strong Muslim community or a strong Christian community yeah, or yeah. a strong Mormon community or a strong right. Jehovah Witness community, people know, so they go to those groups. And the Constitution protected all those now were they perfect in their protection of these rights no humans have these fallibilities yeah uh, but uh, they honored and 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 society knows history that we have demonstrated that's why people are still coming to america mm -hmm. if it's as racist and hateful we're not trying to make we we would love all people to be christian but Jesus never forced anyone to accept him, mm -hmm. nor should a Christian force anyone to accept Christ. But we should be as bold and as firm and as confident in our message and what we're sharing with the world to persuade them, convince them, why is my position better than Islam or Roman Catholicism or Muslims or Buddhism or this and that. We can discuss those things, have a cup of coffee, few donuts, and still shake hands and be friends, yeah. even if we don't agree. Right. And that's it. that has always been my method of engaging with people. I treat everyone respectfully. That being said does not mean I have to agree with you, nor does that mean you have the right to force me to agree with you. Right. And that's the difference. The other side, everything they accuse us of is what they do. Yeah. You, yeah. you have to call me they, them. Why? I don't agree with that. So if you don't agree with me, I have never, uh, I've never asked anybody to call me homophobic, transphobic, 
but has noticed their side can call you that. Uh, now see. that offends me. Yeah. But see, they don't care if it offends me. They yeah, call. Yeah, you know, we don't even, nobody even talks about that. Yeah, so interesting. I, and that's what I try to say. I say, say their side, and this is. This yeah, is, in defense of, their, yes, of them. them. That's right. In, defend of, in defense of their feelings, they offend yeah, the, other people. the yeah. accuser and, or and their, their opposition. That's right. Yeah. And see, because they, uh, and I can't lump everybody in this. Right. They do not have understanding of words. They just use them, say them, and they're mm. supposed to mean whatever. I say, man, that, <laughs> yeah. that's mm. the most. I say, go to your bank and you try that. Yeah. Right. right? Or go down to the police station and try that. Mm-hmm. See, it only works with their selective truths. Only what they decide is true. Then you have to do it. And I'm saying, I, I refuse to. You trying to force me to call you. I see you're a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you want me to call you a guy and somehow I'm a bigot? Yeah. I refuse. I will always love you. I talked with the uh, young, she must have been 18, high school or a little old, uh, transgender. Very feminine. But she believes she's in a woman's bo- a man's body. Uh-huh. I said, well, I'm not going to lie to you. You are a woman. And you want me to accept, I accept you as a human being. And I will treat you respectfully as a human But I will never defend your lie. Because that would offend me. You're yeah. telling mm-hmm. me to lie to myself so you could be happy. Right. And I refuse to do that. Right. I'm going to tell you the truth so hopefully you'll wake up and see it. Now, that's a choice you have to make. And whatever consequences go with that, that goes. But you will never force me and I will never allow anyone to force me to do something I know ain't true. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let me ask you this, right? We have in our town... A lovely person that's mm. recently started coming around, right? That goes by the name of Love Bailey. And I've had this conversation with Derek before where, to me, I look at Love Bailey and I understand that that is a biological man. But when I look at Love Bailey, it doesn't offend me to call him her because that's what I see when I when I look at that person. Do you have any uh, leeway like how I just described in certain scenarios, like do you feel like there there could come a time where they look like a woman so much that you were sold and then because you learned that reality that they're a biological man, would you then change your perception or how, like how do you view things like yeah, that? Yeah, and I, and I talk to people all the time. I talk to gay, straight, trans, people that are going through the hormone process and I tell them, I, all t- I always tell them the same thing. First, you need to know as a Christian, I love you. Mm-hmm. No matter what you think, who you are, what you try to change, I will always love you. That being said, I will never defend something I know is a lie. A man cannot be a woman because your genetic makeup, you can't cut off a few things and say, I identify as heroin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been smoking heroin for 10 years and my whole system, so don't call me, you call me heroin. Now, uh, if, he's, if he's saying you're calling me heroin as a nickname, that's a different story. I see, yeah. But yeah. if you're trying to identify as heroin, well, you can't, I can't be heroin. I'm six feet, how, how tall is heroin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, and what, right, is the, right. what is the uh, chemical makeup of heroin? Right. Well, it's not me. Yeah. So best because I, I believe I'm a car. 
or I'm a wolf, <laughs> or I'm a dog. See, yeah, yeah, it gets crazy. It get, and see what what happens with the other side is they, they're they're in, they've caught themselves in this trap, where they have to accept all the nonsense to defend their own nonsense. So they have to accept. Mm-hmm. So eventually, pedophilia, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, uh, ne- necrophilia, be. Bestiality. Bestiality, everything will be, a, and then they'll say, "Well, in other countries." And I remember I was in I was I was in Washington D.C. and a young she must have been twenty two or something was challenging me with my sign, and said, "Don't you know there are four hundred species of animals that are gay?" <laughs> so I asked her. I said, "Well, don't you know there's four hundred species of animal that rape the women?" Yeah. Right. Yeah. And some of them kill. Yeah. So do you support rape? And she said no, and then she went on. But well, I'm still not going to change my mind. Mm-hmm. And she has a right. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't try to change people. What I try to do is find people that are willing to dialogue, because what happens on both sides, on the world side, the secular side, and the Christian side, we talk to each other so much, so we we end up in these echo chambers, these bubbles, and everybody speaks the same language. So nobody can challenge what you're saying because all I'm used to hearing is this. Well, that, the LGBTQ or whatever you say, if you, if you go to uh, talk to Muslims, they have their echo chambers because their culture has created this chamber where you have to speak this way, act this way, otherwise there are gonna be some dire consequences. Every human being, everywhere you go, this happens. The question is, do we have men and women of character that'll say, I'm not gonna accept your lie. I accept you as a human being, but I will never accept your lie. We're afraid to do that because there are consequences. Mm-hmm. The system goes against you. And I use American slavery and Nazi Germany as a similar, mm-hmm. it was legal. The system came hard down on you if you tried to oppose them. Mm-hmm. But today we know the people that opposed them were right. And the experts, the doctors, the lawyers, they knew it was wrong too, mm-hmm. but they had mortgage payments. So they had a good reason. I, my kids are in school, I go tonight, shut up honey, don't say nothing. So yeah. the pastors won't say nothing, mm-hmm. they're afraid. Yeah. Then they'll send a bit, the Bible says fear not. Then why yeah. are you afraid, <laughs> Pastor? Youth Pastor? Afraid yeah. of such a blatant lie. Too. Yes. Or, uh, to be afraid is one thing if it's a serious fear, but to be afraid of such a propaganda brainwashing so blatantly obvious that yeah. it's only, this has only really transpired the last couple years. Yeah. To be so afraid to speak a basic truth of there's men and there's women. Yeah. They're so terrified to even say that now. That's. And you, and that's back that Germany and Nazi, yeah. they do that stuff we talk about too yeah. incrementally. Yep. A little just for the mass for two weeks, and then if you complain about that, they yep. make you sound oh, what are you know? So they just go line by line by line. So now it's to the point now after three years of the brainwashing, the t- probably longer than that with all the TV and the propaganda mm-hmm. and all that. Um, it only takes a couple years, huh? How, how fragile America was mentally. And I think it a lot started from the social media. Once and, they started giving porn for free mm-hmm. and MySpace came around, the last 25 years of this straight, this generation of 25 year olds that grew up on nothing but the internet and social media with really no parental guidance, no religion, mm-hmm. no anything. Their idols are the rap stars and the mm-hmm. celebrities. 
Uh, so they are morally bankrupt, but they're not bad people. They just have never been challenged by somebody like you to actually express their beliefs because they have no beliefs. They just watch Netflix. They don't have well, any that, principles. That, that, that becomes their belief. Yeah. And I, so I'm, I'm always laying, I'm always laying the, pro, the problems of society on the church. The culture doesn't know the truth. And when I say I don't mean that absolute. Yeah. It, it means they know truth, but they don't have to abide by that. The church, God's people that have the spirit of God are supposed to live by the truth. But they fear and respect man more than they fear and respect God. Mm -hmm. So I call it battered wife syndrome, or you could say Stockholm syndrome, whatever, is the oppressor or the abuser always beats up, physically abuse the victim. And the victim is always turning inside themselves. So the woman will say, maybe if I had a cooked a better dinner, maybe right. if I had a clean the, the house up better. No, your husband does not respect you because if he respected you, he wouldn't beat on you. He uses you as the reason to justify his beating. The church, the culture is the oppressor. The church is the wife. Mm -hmm. And the culture says, shut your churches down. Okay. Yeah. We don't pray. We don't say, well, let's see what the spirit of the Lord tells me. See, we're more afraid of man because I, from, from birth to death, I rubbed shoulders with man all my life. My parents, my siblings, my relatives, my school, my job, entertainment, police, jail, lawsuits. So all my life, I've been dealing with man and women, mm -hmm. and they can take everything from me. God is otherworldly. He's, he's way out there. I, I mean, I love him, but I mean, I could drive 100 miles an hour. God ain't going to pull me over. Right. The highway patrol will pull you over. God ain't going to pull. So as long as God ain't watching, mm -hmm. I can sleep with somebody else's wife. And the loving Father will forgive me. It's kind of funny that you, you think about Christianity. No offense. It's like, it's kind of a weak religion because there's nothing that you need to do as a man. Like, you think about Islam. Like, they're blowing each other up for their mm -hmm. like They believe, you know. They're good, like, that's how far they're going, right? They're taking down right. the plane and everything. And, like, when you're talking about earlier, it's like, yeah, 300, even if 60. When I go to church on Sunday, it's packed. Mm -hmm. And I see all these men, they're all fit, everybody's good looking, they're in shape. And I sometimes have that thought of like, man, if we just had this church go up to the school board or like hold or go to the <laughs> old town with their signs or whatever, and like take a stand towards something specific like the, you know, mutilating kids. How about that for an example? Huh? You think you could leave the skip church Sunday and pretend the church thing is at the school board on Tuesday? Yeah. But it's <laughs> we not. have like all the people there and like that's all you'd have to do is show up as men and but, women but mostly men and, and take us a, a peaceful stand united though at one time that you're right that's how things change we're not going to vote our way out of it if we took if we took down say we had enough people to fill up old town mm -hmm. and shut it down until they heard our message well we 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 do it's yeah. just we're not going to do it i just i've and i hope i'm wrong 
I think they could do it. Actually, yeah, we can't. We I mean, can't. we could. There's, we, there's I think could, it very well but then would. We, but we're, but see, yeah. when they lose everything, they will. No, no, then it'll be too late. Yeah. yeah. What oh, What happens yeah. is, we, what the and I, I know some stuff I say is offensive to people. No, it's uh, all right. I, I mean, just, this I mean, is, hey, this is a freedom of speech okay, platform. Okay, freedom here, platform. Slim. Yeah. So <laughs> I, when I, we're yeah, patriots here. You go. Say what you yeah, want. Say man. what you got to say. <laughs> Keep it clean, but say what you got to say. So, but o- over the years, I, I've talked to so many thousands of people across the country on the street corners, and what I, what I've, I've learned, I. Uh, uh, gay folks get mad at me, straight folks. White folks get mad at me, black folks. Republicans get mad at me, uh, Democrats get mad at me. Uh, people, people, we have this tendency, and this is, this is just normal in human nature. We join tribes. Mm-hmm. They're not all bad or, or, or echo chambers. And then we have sub-chambers, we have the main echo chamber, then we have sub-chambers. And as long as everyone subscribes to these, the main chambers, and you may have your little ones, few 10 or 12 down here, mm-hmm. but you've arrived to, all of us do that because that's how society survive. But when you also incorporate lies and manipulation and deception in that, then it becomes destructive. So we have to decide, the church has to decide, are we gonna be an antidote to provide for people? Are we gonna let viruses or COVID-19s destroy us? Mm -hmm. Because the culture decided these are the best things to do. And that's why we're losing our kids in school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the pastor will sit and read the statistics and we'll say, well, what, what are you gonna do about it? You're in a safe place reading the statistics about when kids graduate from high school and college, they turn away from God. That's all we do. Let's pray. God is in control. So Christians have these uh, echo chambers which make them feel comfortable and safe. Mm. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to do anything. That's what I mean. It's, it's such a it's it's kind right, of soft religion. Yeah. They, and and although it's, it's almost the same thing as the virtue signaling left in it. It is virtue signaling. It is virtue signaling. <laughs> but it's human nature. Yeah. And that's the, why the left and right the, do it. The problem is, is the cultures has so much influence on the church and they're never going to admit it. The church will never admit it. That's why we're never, that's why things are never going to change because we have to lie. Christians lie and deceive themselves over and over and over because it makes them feel good. It's the safest way. Christians pick paths with least resistance. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying those things are bad, but man, we got a war going on outside our, in our cities and yeah. Christians don't know what to do. They're always praying. Pastors always preach. I've said, I said, so I'm telling people, I say hard stuff. The last 70 years, God has been offended at the church, the Christian church, not the fake Christians, the real Christians, because they sit in comfortable places in church building, have Zoom meetings where it's safe, have devotion, home, Bible studies. The war is out there and none of, well, I, I'm nice to my neighbor. <laughs> and I, I told him about Jesus. Mm, right. Now, just if you, if you, if you parallel, parallel this to, uh, I, I, I always use these parallels. So think about it. The government always says it has solutions to the problems that they create. <laughs> We're just and, talking about that. And notice they never, 
the, the problems never go away. They just get worse and worse. People are gonna be offended, but I compare the church in America the same way. We have the solution. Always talking about, well, they need Jesus. Mm -hmm. Well, you have Jesus. Well, if they did, we're doing community day. These aren't bad things. The church only does what the culture allows it to do. Mm. So they have church. If, if the culture say shut the church down, the church will shut down. Wow, yeah, that's true. Because they're afraid of lawsuits. Yeah. God tells the church who the people of God love to do something, the church won't do it. So they only do whatever the culture approves of. What they, the, whatever they do publicly, feed the homeless. Culture ain't mad that you feed the homeless. Culture ain't mad you do community day. Culture ain't mad you buy backpacks. You should do these because things Christians should do. But there are non-Christians that do the same thing. Mm -hmm. The culture gets mad when you say transgenderism is a lie. It's evil. It's wicked what you're doing to children. When you say drag queens shouldn't be treating our children. When you say BLM and CRT is racist. See, church won't say oh, transgenderism. See, they won't talk about those things. So, so I'm saying, well, how is it that you today will condemn Nazi Germany and American slavery? Because they were preaching the gospel too when mm. those events were going on mm. and they felt good about themselves because they were doing God's work. God never told them, don't listen to the government. Right. So you had black Christians going to black churches, reading the Bible white Christians going to white churches reading the Bible the government said because of your skin color you cannot get to and the church said well God's in control we gotta just preach the gospel and trust God mm. notice how Christians always pick the easy route out Yeah. but now watch this this is gonna blow your mind you join the military draft or you join volitionally you join you think your parents want you to go to war and die? No. Nope. No, but they'll do it. They'll let their kids go to war because the commander-in-chief said, we got to go to war. Those young kids, some older, will die. We have Jesus, our commander-in-chief. Christians won't go to war for him. Mm -hmm. But they will lay their lives down for the country but they will not lay their lives down for Jesus. Hmm. So think about it. The government's telling young men that don't want to die to go fight an enemy. The church says, oh, don't fight. God's in control. He'll take care of it. So we don't even listen to our commander in chief, Jesus, because mm -hmm. we're always looking for the nice scriptures, the scriptures that make me feel, I know the plans I have for you, mm -hmm. right? God is love. And that's true, but we have separated the good scriptures from the bad scriptures. We don't talk about the ones that make me feel pain. We only talk about the ones that make me feel good. Now, do you think the, the pastors and stuff do that intentionally, or do you think the church was infiltrated, actually uh, it, infiltrated by evil, by, by malicious people, and that was their game plan of 
hey, just make them feel like, you know, the like you said, the elites and stuff. So do you think it was like kind of infiltrated at the higher ups and they did that on purpose to make Christians pretty much apathetic? And as far as or do you think it's just a, a, a incompetence and they just don't have the I, backbone? They just talk a big game kind of. And then when uh, they got exposed with COVID, right? You know, it's like, and that makes people resent the church because if you have the church uh, harping on you for years and years and years and you're looking up to them and then you see they fold to the government, it's like, you, you know what I mean? Without coming mm-hmm. back and at least apologize. It's like I mean, the, the accountability the- or the apologize, you know, mm-hmm. something that's the thing like neither nobody can really have any accountability or apologize for anything yeah and i think the church is just one sector of it i mean even like i mean doctors i think uh ruined their credibility and their 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 trust that the general public had in them you know so that's interesting i didn't even i didn't even think about that 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 happened to the church i mean Mm -hmm. if i went to church every sunday and then all of a sudden the government said hey no more and my church was like okay i think that would frustrate yeah. me and do you think the people honestly the ones that went to church do you think they continued praying and reading the bible or did they just stopped going to church on sunday or, and did something different well i it, have a feeling that they might not they it, there's it's probably multifaceted but i think uh humans have a tendency to learn to adapt mm-hmm. and since each of us are different individuals we adapt different ways uh, it's just like going to school. One, one, you're in second grade. One student is smarter than the rest of the students, uh, but they can all graduate to the third grade or whatever. So humans are like that too. Uh, but I think I think since there's been a consistent pattern over the decades that we have accepted, it's just like I said, spousal abuse. Mm-hmm. You've accepted mm-hmm. it for so long, right. so you're trying to justify why the why the person is doing what they're doing to you. So you start blaming yourself. So you're never gonna change because you, first of all, you won't admit that he's the one that's wrong. Mm -hmm. You won't go to the police. You won't leave. Well, I got children. So Christians get caught up in this and you have the, so over the decades, when the leader sits down, the next leader learns from the leader. Mm-hmm. If the leader's oh, yeah. not going to stand up now, the new leaders right. in every decade, it gets worse. That's true. So the church has to constantly lie to itself and say, oh, we're doing God's work. We're doing God's work. And I'm saying, well, how come we can't get there's one hundred and ten thousand people in Temecula. You mean we can't get, say, say uh, thirty two, thirty five thousand of them are Christians. You can't get three hundred people that are willing to hold a sign. See, that, that God didn't call them. To, that's a special call. What do you mean that's a special call? Well, you don't even need to be yeah. Christian, really. Just not, 300 yeah. normal men that think yeah. that don't men think you should be able to cut children. off a kid's body parts. Yeah. You just get 300 no, normal, see, they, like, No, but they know that. They know, just, they know that. Just like the people that are doing it know what they're doing is wrong. Right. What they're trying to do is everything they're trying to do is destroy the Judeo-Christian principles in America, and they know the church has no answer for the culture. So the church has to continue to lie to itself. Now, pastors and Christians, they're going to be offended by, and I'll talk to them, tell them, you want to talk to me? Let's go have some coffee and donut, and I'll spend an hour, two hours with you and discuss this. Right. Because as long as Christians continue lying to themselves and staying safe when there's a battle out there, 
I mean, would you? The devil made your battery stop? <laughs> I mean, what? Oh, good thing sinners never have dead batteries. <laughs> it only happens to Christians. You didn't get yeah. the front of Costco. You had to park way in the back, and the enemy did that. So we're chasing after these things. I have to chase after a healing ministry. I have to chase after a prophecy ministry. I have to chase after this and that. While there's a war going on <laughs> and the church is sitting comfortable, sleeping in their beds and said, oh, God is just so wonderful. He's been so good to me. I said, well, what about that child? Yeah. Why don't you do anything about that? Well, we all have to stay in our lane. Hmm. We all have our callings. Mm. See, it only happens with Christ because we don't respect him. Mm. We don't respect God because the culture has demoralized us for so long. Now we start accepting what the culture well, approves of. I, I've, I've talked about this a bunch of times with you, and it's funny. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the podcast, though. I don't know. Um, all right, so I believe that what's going on in our society is exactly it's exactly what you're saying right it, it's an attack on morality and it's because every decision we make we have a battle mm -hmm. in our in our conscience right and that battle is what we morally find right and what what is ethically right so like the example is like I wouldn't go and steal a piece of bread. Why? Because morally, I know stealing is wrong and ethically, it's wrong in our society. I'd be held accountable. But if I had no money and my family was starving, I'd steal a piece of bread, no problem. It's still wrong ethically, mm. but in that case, my morals reign supreme. Mm. So whenever you have people who are firmly rooted in their morality, ethics cannot evolve them. Ethics changes and they don't. That's what happened in Nazi Germany. It was just a changing of the ethics of the culture of the society. It was just normal when the Nazis showed up with their box trains in your town. You pointed to your Jewish neighbors and you showed them right where they were. You weren't snitching. That was just normal. That was ethics. There were actual generals in, uh, in uh, Hitler's army that refused his orders and nothing happened to those generals they were just moved to another another um unit or whatever and they were replaced with generals who would fall in line um and i think that i agree with everything that you're saying and i've been saying this for quite some time now that if you just pay attention the uh what controls our culture is what's on television it's hollywood it's what's popular pop stars sports mm -hmm. athletes and um the ones who everybody's listening to are the ones that are so absorbed <laughs> by the culture mm -hmm. that they don't really have any principles that they're acting on they're acting on the calling of the culture and then everybody we have this huge consumer culture in america where we all just fall in line just generally speaking you just fall in line what's the mainstream narrative we'll run with that you pick a side there you go and um i it's it's interesting hearing you say this because i don't believe this from the uh, religious perspective I think about it as like I I know what I learned in the Marine Corps and, and what I taught that's that's it in a nutshell yeah we just yeah. we're so afraid of what the culture might think about us and we we have to lie to ourselves that's not godly that's not Christian love and I'm saying man they killed Jesus yeah they killed Paul they killed Peter you mean they weren't loving 
So anything that prevents us from, keeps us from resistance, Christians love in America. We like our comfortable stuff. So we don't, as Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. The church has translated that to mean take up your my pillow and take up your (laughs) certain (laughs) therapeutic queen size bed and follow me. And then I'll make you fishers of men. Yeah. So we keep we keep letting the culture dictate us and everybody has a religion. Either it's a God, either mm-hmm. it's themselves, the left. So sex, the culture's new God is the government, Democrat Party. Yeah. Um uh, money. The earth, planet Earth. Planet Earth. They worship the earth. Yeah. Yeah. And sex. The same ancient gods that were in Ancient Greece, ancient Rome. They're worshiping and saying they hate the God of moral absolutes and objective truth. And that's what's destroying. And the church had, I say it all the time, the Christian church, spirit-filled Christian, Bible-believing Christian, don't have the answer. And they will never admit it because if they admit it, they have to change. Mm -hmm. So they're never going to admit it. So we have to play these games. People are waking up. People, they're starting, people, see, no, they're not waking, they're, okay, there's some partial truth to that. If the church doesn't be the moral conscience for society, nothing is going to change. And the left has tricked Christians, and that's why I pulled a little bit of hair out that I have, is I keep asking myself, how could people that don't have the Spirit of God trick people that know God and have the Spirit of God? Hmm. I'm saying, how how could all these white Christians that have the spirit of God vote for President Barack Obama? Because the guilt, the culture put on us. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. first black president. Yeah, I don't care if he's the first. I, I was trying to tell people back then when he was running. Black folks got mad at me. Obama is tricking you guys. I'm trying to tell people who want to listen. Obama is an evil I'm I'm sorry. Him and his wife, they are evil people. Yeah. They are the ones that started this racial division. Right. Ferguson. Dak no with Trayvon Martin. Oh yeah, that's right. That mm-hmm. could have been I said, what about those ever seven thousand kids to get black kids to get yeah. killed? How come they couldn't be your children? Mm-hmm. Well, that was a media attention. Right. This one got me, so Obama had to step in and say something. And this is this and I'm saying and I'm I'm asking how could black Christians defend Black Lives Matter. I don't know. I, I I would be interested in hearing your perspective and your view on on CRT and BLM and things like that. Yeah, I I'm, I, I always say uh, the KKK said white lives matter. Black people said that was racist. Yeah. Now uh, it's the flip yeah. side. Now Black Lives Matter. Well, that's racist too. All lives matter. And the sad thing is, when I'm talking to blacks that claim to be Christian, I mean, one pastor went up. Oh, up my backside, down the front, and then turned around and went back. Because <laughs> I didn't. Ex- I said, no, I don't. There's no systemic racism in America. Are there racist people? Yeah, but mm-hmm. they black folks that are racist, white folks, Mexicans that are racist, Indians that are racist, Muslims that are, there are racist people everywhere. Yeah, that doesn't make uh, a country racist because you would see the evidence. So what the what the Democrat and I'm always saying the Democrat Party because even some black people I said remember the Democrat Party is the party that said black people were not human. 
Mm-hmm. And when they tried to, when uh, Lincoln wanted to help uh, end slavery, uh, they, they they were mad at him, and eventually uh, they killed him. Um, uh, it was the Democrat Party or the Dixiecrats, whatever you want to call them, that that created uh, this problem, and they lied to their children then, use laws, fake laws, as they're doing today to say a man can be a woman, a woman can be a man, a boys can be girls, girls can be, it's always the Democrat party because they know if they can destroy, and it, it ebbs and flows. And it was conservative Christians that believed that black people were subhuman. Mm-hmm. It was the liberal churches that rose up, that marched mainly with Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they that, know how that, to use it. And, and, and yeah. what's, what's funny is, um, you know, like you talk about the March on Washington, mm-hmm. the I Have a Dream speech, yes. right? It's my entire life I looked at that from a certain perspective, mm-hmm. the perspective that America taught me, okay? Mm-hmm. If you read Malcolm X, mm-hmm. his account of what that was supposed to be and what it turned into and how it turned into that. I don't know if you're familiar with that at all. I, I'm familiar. I, I read a couple of things of Mark, Malcolm X. Um, uh, uh, but his, I mean, his, his basically, uh, to summarize it, right? And I'm, and I'm not, I can't no, do it fine. justice, but yeah. he explains that there was this uprising of uh, black Americans that were going to march on Washington in a violent, threatening way. So the government turned to the... Um, the leaders at the time, Malcolm X wasn't one of them, but he was there at mm-hmm. the at the march on Washington. They were told where to where to go, where to stand. They were given the signs. They were told what songs to sing. And this was supposed to be like a whole week of like looting D.C. And it turned into like a one or two day event. And um, it's just interesting because I was sold the concept of the I have a dream speech and what it was. But. If you listen to Malcolm X's accounts of how that occurred, you kind of see the glimpse of the hidden racism that they try to sneak in there, the controlling way that our government has, uh, you know, treated these certain types of people. Well, yeah, real quick, it's like the people that are crying about systematic racism are being told that by the people like Joe Biden that are the systematically racist people. He's the one that's been, who do you think, who do you think made the systems that you're claiming are racist are these 90 year old politicians that have been in politics. So you're going to listen to the racist old guy that made the system because supposedly racist according to you, but you're going to listen to him and do his marching orders. Now I I, I would, I I am interested in hearing your view on this, right? Because Mm. I, I would push back on the idea that there isn't a systemic issue that exists. And what I'm talking about is if I were to take somebody that lives in like the Bronx, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And the thing is, the the funny thing is, is I don't think this has anything to do uh, with race in Mm -hmm. today's world. There Mm -hmm. are white people, there are Puerto Ricans, there, there are Dominicans. There's all sorts of different races of people that are stuck in these scenarios. But this is a real scenario that exists. And most of these people just happen to be black. And I think that that's a fact. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, like, someone in the Bronx, all they, they don't know, 
they don't they don't see success around them they grew up around the projects they see drug dealing prostitution their their parents are probably working mm. two jobs if they have two parents they have a mom maybe working three jobs uh, you know the most successful guy they know is their friend's dad mm. who's the manager at the McDonald's mm. and their other friend's cousin makes all the money and he's a drug dealer right. so it's like you don't take education serious because your parents aren't home <laughs> to go over your homework with you 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 and and the public schools in the underprivileged community get shafted the most because of the way public schools are funded so the schools in the Bronx have the lowest paid teachers they have the lowest resources the oldest books they don't go on field trips so your teachers don't even really take you serious and now with no child left behind they just pass you through the system of education and say congratulations you're an adult now but they've given you no tangible tools these people come from these rough areas and they have no concept of success it's not real for them like i'm an engineer my neighbor's a lawyer my children grow up we live in a cul-de-sac we have a house to them these successful careers are all around them in the through their kids parents so for them it's 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 ingrained in them as a reality where there are underprivileged kids and most of them are black that don't have that you know like would you agree that that is a problem? Like, how how do we address that? No, it is a problem, and I'm and I'm saying, I'm saying, and constantly saying, it's the church. Since the church doesn't like to deal with, it's my opinion. It's that's just my opinion. I know mm-hmm. I know there'll be pastors or whatever who disagree, which, yeah. which they have a right to, and I'll be willing to talk to them. But I think it's our responsibility. If the church claims that God can do all these things, but yet you don't see it in the community, we're relying on the government doesn't know how to do anything correct Mm -hmm. except get rich of scamming people. That's it. That's what it is. And and they have created during during slavery. You had more black families stick together. Mm hmm and fight for their family and children mm-hmm. than today. I think I think divorce rate back then was maybe under 25%. Now it's about 70, 75%. So the Democratic Party has always, and even with those laws, so it's, there's this misunderstanding. The people, the black people that went through hard times through slavery and stuff, they had a fortitude about themselves to persevere, together, yeah. to fight, yeah. to work hard and do. Today, the government said, hey, we can, the Democrat Party mainly, we can keep people oppressed. So they always, they the Democrat Party, the white slave master, and I'm not saying 100% everybody right, 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 Democrat. They used the House Negro, like Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, and they, and the preacher, the educated black man, and they encouraged them to go into the black communities and they get kickbacks. It, 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 politics hasn't changed mm-hmm. throughout history around the world. You have corrupt people that'll do things for money, whatever, and the same thing is happening today and it'll be uh, in the future is there's three, I think, Brookings Institute did a study maybe 12 years ago or something, maybe a little further than that. 
Three things you have to do to stay out of poverty. Graduate from high school, get a job, and don't have children until you're married. Hmm. Now those seem simple. (laughs) So why would the government spend trillions of dollars on because the politicians that are making the laws, they benefit financially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If the government solved most of the, and I'm saying maybe 75% of the problems would solve themselves if you got the government out, out of it. Out of it, 100%. Right. Yeah. Well, they're not going to let yeah. that happen because yeah, no. then they'll be, bro- they won't have nothing to do. Yeah. They can't make no money, so they have to create problems. And they use the black, now they're using Hispanics. That's why they want them to flood the gates. Right. So they can molest them because you have. You have rich folks that are child molesters, Mm -hmm. and the government will protect them. But if you go to the Capitol on January 6th, oh, (laughs) so the solution is the church. Yeah. But the church is not going to do it. I just talked to too many Christians. Mm -hmm. They are comfortable. They want to retire. They don't want to rock the boat. And that's why I'm always saying, well, why would you condemn Nazi Germany? And American slavery, they didn't want to rock the boat either. Right. So everybody wants somebody else to die. Yeah. Not me and my family. That's it. But if somebody, oh, Slim, thank God you're out there. We need more people. Why don't you come out? Yeah. Yeah. See, well, I got a job. I got, yeah. Well, one day you're not going to have nothing. See, we're always, we always looking for a sheriff to come in town. I said, you know how many people live here? You're going to let six people come in your city of a thousand and destroy it because you're scared. Yeah, because you don't want to rock the you boat. Don't, well, you don't, want, you don't want them to threaten you. Yeah. And what our side does is we talk big. I can do all. The greater is he. And then when the police come, I, I don't know him. Uh. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 was only, I was only kidding. Yeah. So what, what the church is doing, we're teaching our youth to be cowards. Mm. You just love Jesus. Trust in him. Don't stand up for nothing, but just say God is so loving and good, and you know you need Jesus so you can go to heaven. So this is what the church, and I've been to many churches. I've heard many people speak. They speak good messages, but they don't speak about the social issues and breakdown, nor do they tell us how to deal with it. So I'm saying the spirit of God will tell you how to buy a car, buy a house, save things, go to school, <laughs> have children. He never tells you go to war. But when the when the government says your children need to go to war, well, we don't want, well, then say don't, well, my kids ain't going to war. See, we'll send them because the government will take your house. Yeah. They will put you in jail if you don't let your kid. Right. But when God tells us to do something, we have, well, let me pray about it. It's going to take six months or a year, but I'll get back to you. When the government says something, we do it. So we're teaching our children. We have teachers, principals. I talk to security. I talk to principals. I talk to teachers. Oh, I I believe. I believe. But I can't say nothing because it's my job. Mm. Yeah, you know, it was interesting. I've been going to a couple different churches lately just to, you know, get back Mm. into it. And, uh, you know, when I was telling you, I was at the church and I was looking around and like my mind is like kind of maybe the same way. It's like, man, if we had all these people in one spot mm-hmm. or like a football football game, you know, like all the. But anyways, in the churches, you know, very, yeah, fear not, fear not. 
and I was talking to somebody after and I was telling him, I was like, man, somebody should go talk to that pastor. Like, do you know the pastor? Like he should be telling his people like come to school board and get involved and don't mm-hmm. sign the, re- like get involved what's going on in the community. And, uh, they said, yeah, you know, he said that he doesn't really want to get involved and all that. And ever since I heard that, it's almost now I'm like, I can't really go in my mind. Yeah, can't I can't go back because now I know it's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, yeah. someone's almost being like, this. they're like being like, and, but I still this. like, you know, it's like, <laughs> um, yeah, I just found that so odd. I'm like, but this is like you're saying, Derek, this is the game that we, we have. See, you, we learn things. Yeah. So when your leaders are weak, I have to be careful what I say because there's some good pastors out there and youth pastors and whatever. So I'm not, because everybody gets mad at me. But (laughs) kids, if they only see you in safe environments and your love for God, but if they never see you in real hard situations where you stand up for the truth, they're never gonna do it either. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And now, I was talking to, I don't know who was I was talking to today. Uh, somebody, yeah, uh, the other was Derek, another Derek. Okay. He, yeah, he said, uh, he said uh, yeah, I, I talked to my pastor about, uh, you know, trying to, you know, Slim's doing all this stuff on, you know, on the street corners with, and he said, well, we, we don't like to get involved in politics. Uh, so I told him, I said, well, next time you talk to him, tell him uh, the founding fathers of this country. So you'll have pastors that will preach about the founding fathers and the rights they gave us under God. And then you say, oh, those, those weren't politicians, were they? George mm-hmm. Washington? They weren't politicians because the church doesn't get involved. They weren't Christians. Yeah. See, George Washington, Andrew, uh, I mean, Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson, you know, they had their little differences. But most of the sign, the signers, I think 56 of the signers were Christians. Mm-hmm. Right. So they'll say, well, we don't get it. Today they'll say we don't get But th- then why are you using the Yeah, they're using the, the document yeah, that the gave pa- you the freedom through, to even practice politics, that religion. Yeah. Through politics. Right. So this but is now the, you're not going to back those yeah, guys up that set it up not, for you. No, because see, they're safe. Right. That's what I'm, yeah. So I, we like to watch History Channel. I'm sitting on my couch eating a steak and lobster. Oh, if I was there, <laughs> I would. You sitting on your couch, man? If I was in that boxing ring, why didn't he do? Well, why don't you go in there and show him? Oh, it's okay. Yeah. So what we do is we we make ourselves feel good. I would have done the right thing. Yeah, but you're sitting on your couch. <laughs> right. Why don't you go out there and show me? See, we don't do that. The pastors won't stand in front of Planned Parenthood. They won't stand and defend their truth. And they have the anointing and power of God. So it's this game we play. And God is offended at the church and he will destroy the church in America because Christians aren't going to change. They just want to go to heaven. They want to just be nice to their neighbor, make some brownies and cookies and say, oh, I lo- here's a Christmas card mm. while our schools are being destroyed. Right. And they won't stand. Oh, I don't. I'm too old. Well, then, then why do I want the Jesus you have? Right. You have a weak Jesus. 
Well, Americans have never had any st- anything Serious. on their front, on their home front, yeah. like yeah. except for Ruby yeah. Ridge and Waco. Yeah. Really, yeah. Ruby Ridge found out yeah. real quick, and they they made well, a prime example of what you do if you stand well, up against the government. Yeah. And if you actually have beliefs, yeah. and he wanted to be left alone, he lived in the woods. <laughs> he was an ex. He like right. They shot at him for like that was a very very clear message I think to the general public. Um, but, but we've yeah, always right. no we've always had tested, we've really. always had foreign and domestic issues in our in a nation. No matter mm-hmm. probably where you go, and they they may evolve in different ways. But the the main thing I'm saying is, and I believe this so strongly, and people can challenge me. If the church is not the light of the world as it claims to be, because it only does what the cult, 90% of what the church does is in private. Mm-hmm. They go to church in private. They have devotions in mm-hmm. t- private. They have, they're on Zoom meeting in private. And they're always praying, always praying. God's in control. God's in control. And these things are not, these are true things, but they never want to go out on the battlefield and fight because God somehow doesn't tell him to do that. He tells him to do everything else. Drive two hours to work every day. Mm-hmm. Why don't you stay home and let God drive to work <laughs> for you? Because, I mean, God fights your other battles. Why don't you? You just go once a month and pick up your paycheck. All right. Well, see, I, I have to pay my bills. So we're, we're telling our youth that we, so there are three gods the church has adopted. Virtue singling, money, and voting. Mm-hmm. These are our tr- three new gods. And under these three gods are two pillars, fear and finances. So on the foundation of Christ, we have built pillars, fear and finances. And on top of those are three gods. Virtue signaling, Christians know how to quote scriptures. Mm-hmm. But they're the first ones to run. They flee in California. Some have legitimate reasons. I don't think most of them do. <laughs> They're taking their kids out of school. It's getting bad. Wait a minute. You have Jesus. Why are you taking your kids out of school? Don't your children have Jesus? Don't they have the Holy Spirit in them? And the Holy Spirit is greater than the devil, right? See, so we keep lying. We take, we're fleeing, running from it. Well, I got to go for it safe. Well, wh- you mean you're going to, why don't you be the good Samaritan? Don't be like the religious leaders that cross the street. Go over there and help. Mm-hmm. See, we run. And then money. Everything we the church Christians do. I can't I'm not putting everybody in there. I have to I have to qualify myself. But most of the things we do for money. I'll work a job I hate for years. I love God. I won't do anything he say because the church has conditioned us. No matter what you do, God'll love you. No matter mm-hmm. what you can do. Now, the church is not telling Christians to sin. But Christians are interpreting it that way. Right. Well, the pastor said, "As long as you repent, right? yeah, you repent." Yeah. And and I'm and I'm saying, wait a minute, how foolish are you to think that you can keep? This is God, not man. You don't even do that to man. When the judge said, "Click, click," you in contempt of court. You sit down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, judge, you can't tell me nothing because you ain't perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bailiff, lock him up thirty days. $200. So I'll respect the judge. I'll respect the police. But I do not respect God. And Christians have been playing this game for 70 years. And since the 50s, God has been taking away, destroying our children. And the church has no answer. Uh, I was sitting next to a police chief. And uh, we spoke the whole four hours. Uh, 
and I brought this up to him, the whole concept of like, there's this new thing that we're having to traverse. And what it is, is it's the optics, mm-hmm. optics of things like before, if you look at like the 60s, when people wanted to get together and, mm-hmm. and rally for a cause, they would physically get together and rally for the cause. Mm-hmm. Well, now online, the Internet has kind of become the public square mm-hmm. and there's a lot of optics and and optics seems to win the battle and what it is is we're we're like pack creatures they've done mm-hmm. studies of this where have you ever seen it where they have people mm-hmm. actors standing backwards in an elevator yeah and then someone walks in and most of the people want to fit in mm-hmm. so they stand backwards mm-hmm. or it's like a room it's a it's a room with a party yeah. yeah yeah there's yeah. all sorts of different things it's it's interesting to me that um because i like this is the first time I've ever heard this, and and I'm I'm sitting here thinking like, thank God I'm not a Christian, because I would probably go crazy, dude. Because you're right, it's like, uh, it seems like there's been this attack on Christianity. Like this is the first time I heard you say that you went to church, and there's all these strong men's churches packed. Mm-hmm. How often do you see somebody at the Walmart and just assume they're Christian? Like never, mm-hmm. you never do that. Yeah. But Christians do. <laughs> practice in silence in the mm. corners and in their privacy and i think as a culture we've been con- t- conditioned to think that that's that's respect of mm. others yeah and that's that's not though and it's hurt us it's hurt us huh. and christians are never going to admit it because if they admit it because the bible says fear not so they can't admit it because the bible says fear not so i can't say i'm afraid so i have to lie hmm and Christians like doing it because Christians Christians do a lot of stuff. They know how to act. The kids know how to act at church, and they know how to act with the culture. These young mm-hmm. kids that are Christian, they want to be they want to be accepted. We as adults, we want to be accepted. So I know I, I can't I can't talk like I do here at church, but when I'm with my homies, I talk like I. So the problem is you don't see Christianity in the real world. Mm-hmm. And whatever is not public, technically doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. So if you see trans and gay and drag and fentanyl and marijuana and loud rap music and foul language and foul mood and Christians are nowhere. That's what you think it that's is. That's what's happening. Yeah, that's what it so is. So a person becomes usually a Christian. I can't judge people's motives. Usually because they want to escape the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And they want to have their last chance. So now, end times is another big thing. It was in the past. It, it does these cycles. Mm-hmm. When it gets bad again, then the prophecy uh, teachers come out in droves. And the end is coming. All the signs are now people run to the church because they want to go to heaven. But they don't really have a concept of who God is because they don't see it in the real world. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, uh, Danny, you mentioned about um, uh, the black youth. Mm-hmm. See, they see drug dealers. And then if a black person in the in the ghetto wants to get out, why are you trying to be like white people? Yeah. So now they want to beat you up. Mm-hmm. So you have this this struggle. So you have a you have a governmental system, and I'm a I'm a I emphasize the Democrat Party. I'm sure some Republicans are a part of it too. But the Democrat Party destroys black families with their policies. 
So people with common sense of the church that wants to help the kids really, the government will make stuff hard. Mm -hmm. So the government passed a law, you could have five babies from five different men. Right. But you can't marry them, or you're gonna lose that money. Mm -hmm. Uncle Sam will take care of you. Yep. So they don't care if you, why don't you say, marry this man and have five kids? Well, that defeats the purpose. Mm -hmm. That that emboldened families. And you still could have given them the money. You no, know, but see, they can't. They're not gonna, the government's know, not going to do it because it has yeah. to destroy. Yeah, yeah, it has to. It's, well, that's, it's, that's, it's, that's, that's a bigger thing is the government, like, are they pretty much Satanists? Are well, they, uh, like I, the higher, like, why are they trying to destroy humanity well, for the last I, hundreds of years? Well, we, it'll, it'll be difficult to, because we can't judge people's motives. What they're doing is evil. Who's involved in what? That's a that's another matter. So I'm a little more cautious about saying who. All I know is specifically the Democrat Party is about behind a lot of this stuff. Margaret Sanger oh, yeah. trying eugenics, to uh, eugenics, transhumanism, and all. which is now transhumanism yeah. is the and, new and eugenics. That's yeah, how they're going to get rid of everybody. And this is this is yeah. the this is the nonsense that in the churches. See, because they're scientists, the churches say, "Well, I said no." If the scientists are lying. Why don't Christians know? If God talks to you every day, why don't you know this? There are, there are 31,000 verses in the Bible, 66 books. One book, with one Bible with 66, it's a library. The average Christian, even pastor, might know a thousand verses. Mm -hmm. That's 3%. <laughs> Right. So j less than 3%. Now just think, if you ate 3% of your food, drank 3% of your liquid, slept 3% of the time for a month, you would be in good health. Let me see. I ate it almost makes you want to go look at what those other thousand verses that, that they're mm -hmm. not talking about yeah. say. No, the 30,000. The 30,000. 30, <laughs> yeah. See, so you eat a third of your sandwich and you throw it away. <laughs> you get in your bed and you sleep for 30 minutes and you get up. Yeah. You drive your car a third of the way. <laughs> See, we, we wouldn't survive. But the people that love God, that's what they do every day. And they say, I love him because I have certain moral values that the culture doesn't have. And I'm glad you have those moral values. But those moral values alone, without honoring God in the public square, is nothing. Mm -hmm. The Laodicean church in Revelation was, was rich. And God said, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth because you're neither hot nor cold. Mm -hmm. And if you talk to the church today, every Christian I talk to, is they're doing what God called them to do. They'll admit, I'm not perfect. But I love the Lord. So I said, well, then how did America get this way if you are doing what God wants you to do? Hmm. Someone said they got to be like a fake hot because they can't say they're cold. and just say Yeah, they they're never going to admit. Yeah. And they can't, and they, say, they can't say I'm cold. They're really just lukewarm, yeah, Luke, but they can't, yeah. you can't so, admit that. So you have to act like you're fake hot. Like, so... Uh, <laughs> We gotta. We, we're gonna. We're gonna wrap it up here. Yeah. Okay. But but I wanted to. I wanted to ask you one question, mm -hmm. Slim. A, a lot of the things that I hear from people, the negative things mm -hmm. about you, right? That mm -hmm. where people say that they're scared of you. Right. It's where, <clears throat> when you are preaching to mm -hmm. kids, right? Mm -hmm. So, what do you say to the people who say that when you preach to to kids about 
how to treat like a trans person, you know, like, and I know that your message is loving and, mm-hmm. and caring mm-hmm. and, and it's, it comes from your heart and I, I get that. But what do you say to those people who say that you're also grooming in, in that aspect, you're grooming, uh, the children to view the world through your lens as well. And well, I, from and the I, perspective of some yeah, parents, that's question. how they would feel. Yeah, it's a good question. I, and I would say, yeah, uh, if we, if we want to use the terms that way, yes, we all groom people. Uh, so the question is, would I groom them for the truth or groom them for a lie? Mm-hmm. So we all have a responsibility, even, even if they're not my children, I still have a responsibility now I can't make them change or their parents change, but for me to say, I'm not gonna get involved. If I see something happen across the street, if somebody's attacking somebody, hey, that's not that's not my family. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I have a moral responsibility to say, no, you're lying. And what you're doing is wrong. I either get a bat or I call nine one one, or if you want to call nine one two, it doesn't matter because there's no truth. So you call nine one, <laughs> call nine one two, and then the the police will come immediately. You know, in an ambulance, they'll cut the police will come in an ambulance. In an vehicle. ambulance, yeah, because that's what police do. Because yeah. there's no truth. You'll, you'll get some on yes, crocodile back. A crocodile back. So <laughs> we running stories. Yeah, there you go. So when 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 people are lying to children, that offends me. Yeah, because adults are supposed to respect and treat children because they're not developed and they are very sensitive and they take in what people they look up to tell them. That's why we're having all these problems, because the teachers, the the uh, the uh, teachers union, they're lying to the kids, the governor, the legislative body, because they're calling it love. And then they're telling you, you can't talk to them. Mm-hmm. Well, parents don't want you teaching the stuff in school, right. but you don't listen. Hmm. Yeah, but now you're going to tell me I can't talk to the kids? And I don't, they lie on me all the time, all the time. I said, I would be arrested by now if yeah. the things they said were true. Now, they can attack me, and the police will do nothing. But when they lie, I said, that's a false report. Oh, we're not, we, we can't. I have to jump, I have to jump through hoops with the police. Hmm. But then when they, so when the, when the system control things and they're grooming wrong things, I, I, I say, it's American slavery today. Mm-hmm. It's Nazi Germany today. Am I gonna be a coward and run like most people did? Or am I gonna stand up and fight for these kids, fight for what's right, fight for these families, fight for these churches, fight for, I'm gonna fight and I don't make kids talk to me. They come up to me. Mm-hmm. They wanna yeah. take photos. I don't care why or what, I don't care if they're lying. They talk to me and I try to encourage them, do not do this. Do not mutilate your body without first watching five or six videos of detransitioners so you'll know what you're getting yourself. You're, you're, you're feeling high. Mm-hmm. Right. And when it's like getting married, you're so excited. Well, after the honeymoon, then real real yeah. life dicks. Mm. Now there's mm-hmm. makeup, breakup, makeup, breakup. Yeah. So right. I want to try to help these kids understand, and I want to inspire the kids that hold the views I have not to be afraid to tell the truth in love. If you have gay 
family members, trans family members who are family or friends, you love them. They are human beings. You do not beat them up. You do not call them names. Family, you invite them to your house. Both of them. They can stay. They can spend the night. But they'll spend the night in separate rooms or they go get a hotel. Mm -hmm. You do not beat up gays. and They're human beings. You disagree with them. If they want to play with you, if they want to talk to you, you talk to them. And if they don't, you go somewhere else and let them know my door is open. Mm -hmm. I didn't run you away. You pushed me away because I will not accept your nonsense. And transgenderism is still in the Diagnostic Statistical Manual 5. That is the psychiatric assessment of mental health that everybody uses in America. Mm -hmm. Transgender is still in there. That means you got a mental condition. Mm -hmm. So why are educated people defending it? So they want to take it out like they're taking everything else out. Why are you defending something that's wrong for a young child who you're supposed to love and protect? And I refuse to bow down to bigotry to hatred, to lies, and if anybody want to debate me, as I mentioned earlier, I will debate you two hours on this issue, Mm. open to the public. I'm going to love all people, no matter what they think, whether they agree or disagree with me, I will always love them. That's the difference than accepting their nonsense. Love and acceptance, those are two different things. I will always love gay people. But I will never accept their lifestyle because there is no scientific evidence to support that. They have a feeling. They love. Adulterers have feelings. Murderers have thieves. Pathological liars have feelings. But I don't support that either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hopefully true. I answered your question. Well, yeah, no, I appreciate it. We will end it on that. You want to? Yeah. Guys, you got something to say? You want to close it out? Um. No. Thanks for coming. I. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to know more of your life story. We have to have well, you back on again. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah well, but uh, you know, I talk a lot. I yeah. warned you guys. No. 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 But, no, that, but this but was. I think this was a good episode. This is yeah. why. But you know, knowing you as long as I've known you now, you you speak boldly, and people are afraid of that. Yeah. You have your that's convictions. What it is. That's what they don't. That's why they hate you that's so much because they know you will not yeah. bend or break yeah. on your word. Mm-hmm. Your conviction is so yeah. strong; they'll mm-hmm. never, ever, ever yeah. convince you. And they hate the fact that you're out there. Yeah. You're changing the young people's minds, yeah. and they see it happening. Yeah. But you were talking about the cops. So those cops don't do anything. And then I was just thinking, those cops are probably Christian. They're probably at the church, and then they're putting on the badge <laughs> right. and like giving you a hard time That's and right. doing a false part. Yeah. And so it, it stems of you always speak on it too, Danny. The accountability. Mm-hmm. If you're in a position of power and you're doing the wrong thing, you have to either hold yourself accountable. And I, you kind of said it too. I just think that it's like a gambler, right? When you get so far in the hole, you just keep going. And they're yeah. so far and deep down with their lies. Everybody in society has lied to themselves for so long. They can't admit mm. it now. It, it's just they're too they're too far in the in, in the in the red. But but in yeah. order to turn things around, every gambler knows the ones that turn around and win, they admit they just cut their losses and they just take it on their chin and then they still say like yeah, I just find it even with COVID, people still can't admit it's a perfect example. <laughs> yeah. Now that the evidence is out on everything and all the stuff we said was true. People will still not but, admit that the government lied to them or that there's anything and, wrong because they yeah. can't. They can't swallow that pride. They can't 
And, like and, they've and, chose their side. Slim, you know, I really appreciated having you on. I you know, uh, I, I'm sure we can go, yeah, we can down go, a yeah. bunch of rabbit that's holes, right. and I'm sure there's a bunch of things that I mm. that I wouldn't agree with you on. Well, that's fine. But but what I what I do appreciate about mm. you is your conviction mm. and your ability to mm. stand on what you believe, yeah. because there are people on the other side who have strong words. Right. But then they don't want to come on the right. microphone and engage yeah. with us about yeah. it. And it's I, I I'm listening to everything you're saying and and, and I, I agree with all of it about like how people don't want to stand up. But right. it, I think it's like that on both sides. I think yeah. people are just yeah. just in general, people are cowardice. Yeah. People are scared to yep. have their ideas confronted. <clears throat> yeah. So the only people I really value and take serious are the ones who are willing mm -hmm. to meet mm -hmm. the confrontation of yeah. their ideas and their yeah. thoughts because those are the real critical thinkers. Those are the right. people you really want on your right. side. And those are the people who who are who yeah. who are Change the makers. who who charge the hill. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I, I that's can why people don't want to charge the exactly. hill. Exactly. But when they when you get up there they oh we were always behind. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. They, they, that's <laughs> really what it right is, there. right? Yeah. Is everybody's waiting for yeah, somebody waiting for to charge the hill. And all right, cool. Slim, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Slim. We'll see you guys later. So you guys will be prepared next time. Say yeah. Brother I got you. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Peace yeah. out. Yeah. That was bad.